Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome into the DNVR Rockies podcast. I am your host, Susie Hunter. Happy Friday, the 13th, y'all. We have... Uh, We have a show for you. I can confirm you are living in it right now. We are going to talk about that crazy Phillies Braves game last night on a personal note, you know, for all of us here at DNVR slash all city, no matter what an all city team is going to the World Series. That's really exciting. But of course, now, I mean, everyone knows, of course, I I'm from Philly. I'm also a pretty big Phillies fan. So now I have to like feud with like a quarter of our company. I don't know. I don't know, man. It's going to be something. No, it'll be good. It'll be a lot of fun. We are going to get y'all ready for the NLCS and the ALCS. We are going to get into some Rockies headlines. We're going to let you know what all those boys are up to right now this time of year. We are going to refresh you on maybe some baseball headlines that you might have missed, especially one big one in particular, which is still kind of ongoing. We're going to break that all down. And of course, it wouldn't be Friday the 13th unless we really got into our favorite superstitions. And no one, no one makes superstitions look so good as Larry Walker, Hall of Famer Larry Walker, our Hall of Famer Larry Walker. But guys, feel free to hop in the comments. Be be up in here. I will read comments. I will interact. It'll be a lovely time. But yeah, this is the, you know, Friday Sue show. Hashtag rocks after dark. It's not dark out yet. It's almost four o'clock, but it's not dark out yet. But it is brisk. <laughs> it's it brisk as hell, Tiff. Tiff. That cold freeze is no joke. Oh, my God. Wait, what? why is this happening to us? There's, I don't know. There's some sort of cold freeze. Oh, gross. It's like a nice little, yeah, nice little wave of freezingness. If, an, if any meteorologists are in the chat, just like, please tell me what's going on with the weather <laughs> and when it's going to be warm again. The good thing about Colorado, at least when it's, we'll have these days where it's super cold. And then, like, you know, a couple days we'll have high 70s. Someone look at their weather app on their phone. Let me know. (laughs) Can we get a meteorologist or just a person with a smartphone in the chat to tell me what the weather's supposed to be like? (laughs) Um, All right. Let's talk about. All right. You know what? We're going to talk about the story that's in the headline. If that's how you ended up here. Welcome. Welcome. So, yeah, the Orlando Arcia. Alana Rizzo, Jake Mintz, drama. Maybe it's drama. Maybe it's just a story. I don't know. But yeah, this has kind of reached um, a kind of reached a little tipping point today, Friday here on the day that we're recording. Even like I know we talked about this yesterday. I talked about it a bunch. And uh, this this thing is like still ongoing. I can't believe like we're still talking about this, but we're still talking about it because like just more has happened. 
More has happened. More media members are weighing in. Uh, but this kind of all got even bigger yesterday when Alana Rizzo on MLB Network, on the show that she co-hosts with Christopher Mad Dog Russo, High Heat. So she went on and she said some she said some stuff. She had some comments and, uh, you know, some of them, have, you know, made sense. And then some of them were a little, little harsh, little harsh. She, um, she went on and said, quote, and then some jack off comes in at the end of the season to get a credential. God only knows why. And the clubhouse is a sacred place. Okay. So this was in reference to Orlando Arcia being not so happy about, his attaboy comments being reported by the media. So she comments on this. The, the media member who named Arcia in that quote was Jake Mintz of Cespedes Family Barbecue, a great, great entity in the world of baseball journalism. They have been so fun, the two of them. So, I mean, he's not a rando, but, you know, he's not in the Braves clubhouse every day, so... It's it's different. It's different. But anyway, so she went on a she had some stuff to say on her show. And people did not take kindly to that. And of course, Jake Mintz himself said that those were really hurtful comments. I mean, calling a guy a jack off is like maybe a little much. You're on television. You're not on a podcast, please. I don't think I, I don't even call dudes jack offs on this show. And I could say whatever I want, <laughs> but that's the point. You know, you can say whatever you want, but there's going to be consequences no matter what. Like, yeah, Arcia said that about Bryce Harper and didn't expect anyone to report it. There was media in there, so they did. He was under the impression that his comments were off the record. I guess, like, what I'm realizing is there are a lot of unwritten rules in terms of covering baseball, too, or even covering sports, because... I mean, this is how I know that this story is actually big. My family, who are not necessarily baseball people, they were asking me about this. They were like, well, I don't get why RC is mad if he said it in front of a reporter. What's the big deal? I'm like, well, so like I explained to my family, I'm like, I wouldn't have reported. Like if I was in the clubhouse, in a Rockies clubhouse, and I heard a player say that about an opposing player, even in a postseason matchup, I probably wouldn't. But then again, like, I don't think what he said was really that bad. Like, I don't see how it's bad. Like, it's fun. Like, it, it, it was, I don't know. Like, these are guys who are competitive. They uh, live to compete. He's, you know, doing a little razzing at an opposing player who's really famous. And, you know, it's fun to razz famous people, of course. So, I mean, I just, I don't even think, like, if I were Orlando Arcia, I probably also wouldn't have, like, made a big deal about it. Because Arcia, you know, after the game where, of course, we wouldn't be talking about this as much if, you know, Bryce Harper didn't pop off in the next game, but he did. Orlando Arcia, after that game, was like, yeah, I didn't intend for Bryce Harper to hear that. Okay, well, he did hear it. You said it out loud. He heard it. You you know the drill, okay? Like, you've been in the league. You're not, you know, this isn't your first day playing baseball. You know when reporters are coming into a clubhouse. Like, you know when reporters are around. It's on the record. I don't know. Well, and I think this, like, this little comment here is interesting. Because, like... Oh, yeah. The... 
the thing with like on the record, off the record is like there's no law or anything. It's just no. like a matter of ethics, and like you might get a stink eye from people, or maybe the team won't renew your credentials. That's fine, but mm-hmm. yeah, like you said it out loud, bud. Gotta be. Yeah, and uh, I mean, of course, like. I don't know. There, are, everyone can every any player could react differently to something like that. Arcia chose to be like, listen, he wasn't supposed to hear it, and you know, on the other hand, like, I mean, there are so many. Like, I mean, let's think about last season, the Phillies. You know, Alec Bohm was caught mouthing like, I fucking hate this place, and uh, you know, he kind of owned up to it. So uh, you know, maybe Arcia could have handled it differently. Maybe Jake Mintz could have handled it differently. Maybe a lot of Rizzo didn't have to, you know, go on her show and call him a jack-off, which is not a thing you can say on TV, I'm pretty sure. Um, I see we have that in the comments right there. But, yeah, thanks, guys, for chiming in. I appreciate it. Oh, uh, Michael in the chat. Ball players have to realize when they are there, when there are reporters in the room, it's not their sanctuary, it's their workplace, and they have to watch what they say. Their words have consequences. So actually, there was a great Sports Illustrated article about this. Stephanie Epstein does some great work for Sports Illustrated, by the way. I loved the way that she framed it. She said, as a... As a reporter, I am the record. When the clubhouse opens to media, as the collecting bargaining agreement stipulates that it must be before and after each regular season game and in the postseason only after games, every interaction I see, hear, or take part in is part of the record unless I have specifically come to an agreement otherwise with someone beforehand. So uh, that also... That's completely correct. That is 100% correct. And players should know that. And, uh, you know, we're not asking, I mean, I don't know. I'm not asking anyone to walk on eggshells. But, you know, there are also, you know, some unwritten rules. So, like, you know, if Arcia started saying that and then realized there are reporters in the clubhouse, he could have, you know, said, like, hey, don't say that. Or, hey, that was off the record. Like, you can make a funny moment out of it. This whole thing has just blown up so much. But Alana Rizzo did issue an apology on High Heat on MLB Network today. But that came after the Baseball Writers of a, Baseball Writers Association of America um, had stuff to say about her comments because... I mean, the way she was talking about Jake Mintz, like she was talking about him like he was just a rando, like he's just a podcaster, like he was like me, like if I was the one who went in there and she'd be like, who the hell is this person? No, no, no. So uh, you have to keep in mind, though, like Jake Mintz, a credentialed reporter, a member of the Baseball Writers Association of America, like that's a big deal. They take that very seriously. And... uh, You know, that's a credential where, you know, you've worked hard and you now have access to all of these clubhouses and you have to like really get to a you to get to a point in your professional career where you are a member of this. So the BBWAA issued a statement. The BBWAA is 
deeply troubled that the league's own network would permit the disparaging of one of our members in this fashion. Scrutinizing our work is a part of the territory, but comments such as these have no place on MLB network. So, uh, I I totally get what they're saying here, though, because, I mean, she you can't do name calling like that. Like, this is a credentialed reporter. And also, like, I mean, I think I said this earlier, the Cespedes Family Barbecue dudes have done a lot for baseball coverage. They have made it so fun. They do an incredible job. Um, But, like, you know, I think, like, I, I see where Alana Rizzo is coming from in this, in that, like, you you can't report every single thing you hear in a clubhouse and you do, I mean, listen, you can say whatever you want, but people are going to react how they want to. So players, they're grown adults. If you report something that they don't like, they might not be so open with you next time. And that's their right too. But we can't do name calling here. So I get why they would put out the statement. I'm really glad they put out that statement. So, of course, she issued an apology on the show today. Is this story over? Of of course not. Of course it's not. Absolutely not. But. um, This was so big. It was leaking into my, like, my hockey writers Twitter, too. Yeah. Like, I've had, like, and I'm sure they've all, they're all seasoned vets. They've covered multiple of sports, I'm sure. But, yeah, like, there's. All kinds of people from, like, The Athletic and ESPN that, like, cover Mm -hmm. hockey that are like, this is ridiculous. Like, how can you, like, this is a workspace. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. No, this whole thing has been, and I think everyone in, a lot of people in the sports world, a lot of media members in other sports definitely have opinions on that, too. Because even earlier today, I was talking to a credentialed writer for a different sport, and he was like, yeah, if I heard, like, a player that I don't cover every day, like if it was from an opposing team, he's like, yeah, like I might've reported that. So listen, it's all about building relationships and we're all just out here doing the best we can with what we got. It's a crazy industry and it's constantly changing. Everyone's doing the best they can to get their work noticed and uh, we're all trying. We are all trying. But yeah, very, um, very crazy stuff. Very crazy stuff. Uh, let's look at some of the other comments, Michael. As a former reporter, I definitely would have reported what Arcia said. So again, I think it, you know, it, it depends. It all depends. It all depends. Yeah. Um, uh, oh, yeah. Flat Earth Poker, that's the username of the person who left a comment earlier. What a great name, by the way. Um, uh, Flat Earth Poker says, everything in the vicinity of a reporter is on the record. I will note, too, this was noted in the Sports Illustrated story, so I hadn't even realized this. But, so we know that Jake Mintz, you know, put out that attaboy comment Apparently, I didn't even realize this at first, but a Washington Post writer, Chelsea James, also reported the comment, but didn't identify who made it. So I thought that was interesting, too. So, yeah, like, I mean, that was part of the story in there. That was part of the scene. That was the atmosphere. It's um, uh, and that's important to note like that when you're reporting on a 
game. Like, yeah, you have to talk about the clubhouse atmosphere afterwards. So, yeah. Anyway, anyway, that is the latest on what is going on in that. If you ask me my opinion, I think everyone's a little right. I think everyone's a little wrong. I think everyone, I think it's like just honestly not that big of a deal. Like the comments itself and publishing those comments, I don't think were that big of a deal. And I'm so surprised that um, I've dedicated how many minutes on the show to this? <laughs> 15. Good Lord. All right. Well, uh, guys, let me know in the comments what you think of this. Uh, we are going to pivot a little bit for now. Let's talk about our friends at Saturday Neon. We need to get, well, we have some Saturday Neon signs. Where's that buff sign? Probably like somewhere getting ready for... You know, we're going to have a little Buffs watch party here at the bar tonight. But Saturday Neon, they have some incredible stuff. They have these amazing um, they're LED signs, as you can imagine. So they look like the neon signs. They are based in Denver, by the way. But they officially licensed college logo LED signs. And the really cool part, too, it was far founded by two friends who were college roommates at CU. All right, so they're, they're Buffs fam too. But founded by college roommates, they have this really cool company now. It's officially licensed for 19 schools. So, you know, maybe that one for your school. Maybe that I've been telling everyone, we got to start thinking about holiday gifts. Can't let that sneak up on you. So great for offices, dorms, man caves, Sue's caves. I need some neon in my life. Uh, but yeah, they make great gifts. Go to SaturdayNeon.com and use code DNVR for 10% off your order today. All right, let's pivot a little bit. Let's talk about some actual Rockies news. Um, uh, we actually had some Rockies roster moves today. So uh, pitcher Matt Carasetti, uh, Harold Castro, infielder, outfielder. A little bit of everything we know. And catcher Austin wins. They have all been off or they've all been outrighted off of the major league roster. So right now it's, I guess, 37 guys on the 40 man. But keep in mind, they're going to have to make room to activate some big names off the 60 day IL like Lucas Gilbreth, Austin Gomber, Herman Marquez. Ryan Rollison, Antonio Senzatella. Yeah, all of our um all of our Tommy John guys, remember them? But yeah, they are going to have to make move make room for them. So we got some room right now, but there's not room for everyone. So we'll see, we'll keep an eye. But yeah, we actually had a Rockies roster move. How exciting, how exciting. Uh, I saw that Zach Veen is heading to the Roberto Clemento League in Puerto Rico. Um, so that'll be fun for him. I saw, an, okay, I didn't, I will admit, like, I didn't know this. I didn't know that Zach Veen was of Cuban descent, but apparently he is. I love that. But um, yeah, that was in the story. I had to, you know, translate it from Spanish. But I don't think I misread it. <laughs> but yeah, uh, Zach Veen will be playing in Puerto Rico. Very exciting. He's also a Sag Tiff. Yes. <laughs> Did I mention Tiff's producing? Tiff, you've produced me all week. 
I sure have. It's been a blast. You sure have. It's been fun. It's been, it's been fun. So fun. Um, I saw on Instagram Riley Pint is uh, hosting his bachelor party. I saw some pics on Instagram, and they are on the record. So <laughs> if you post it yourself, it's on the record. No, he didn't post it. Someone else posted it, but we saw it. Um, uh, all right. Yeah, that's some Rockies news right there. There we go. Well, to get into some in case you missed it stories. How does that sound? So Jeff Hoffman, as you know, used to play for the Rockies, now plays for the Phillies. Almost blew, or he no, he didn't almost blow it for the Phillies, but he did kind of blow it for them in game two versus Atlanta. But honestly, we're here talking about him. I don't think he thinks about us at all because, I mean, he's still going on to the NLCS. And also, it seems like he really, really loves being with this Phillies team. He was seen. Oh, Tiff, do you have the picture of this? All right. He was seen walking into the park ahead of game four in Philly wearing this Trey Shiesty T-shirt, you know, featuring uh, his coworker slash teammate, Trey Turner, who had a great game last night, by the way. But he wore that heading into the game. And also, NBC Sports Philly put out a story about, God, who even knows what the story was about? But Jeff Hoffman was talking about how uh, he was explaining what the team chemistry is like. And he said, quote, the big money guys we have are just guys. They're team guys. They want to win. I can't say enough about that group. Those... Uh, quote big money guys they're all just guys I've never seen anything like it it's unbelievable so uh, he is out there vibing in Philly blowing games but still a team guy really loves his co-workers loves his new friends also just seems like he's in a happy place uh so you know what good for him we don't have to drag him for, you know, hosting a workout for all other 29 Major League Baseball teams except the Rockies. We don't have to drag him for that. He's doing well. Jeff Hoffman does not think about us. <laughs> that should have been the headline. Uh, Pierce Johnson, you know, we mentioned how Jeff Hoffman in game two of the NLDS, not a good game for the Phillies, a very fun game if you're a brave Pierce Johnson he's a brave he had a great outing in that second game. he's had a great postseason we saw him pitching last night he hasn't given a damn thing up so I think like I don't know maybe in the back of my head maybe that's just me but when Pierce Johnson left at the trade deadline to a serious contender like the Atlanta Braves I was like okay well like maybe he'll get a ring you know he'll definitely be in the postseason that'll be a lot of fun for him very happy for him because he's such a nice guy so I kind of hoped, I'm like, you know what? Maybe he'll come back to the Rockies in free agency. Apparently a lot of other teams are very interested in Pierce Johnson though. Uh, Bleacher Report pointed him out as one of the top pitchers whose stock went way up this postseason. And I get it. There ain't no lie in that statement. He definitely, definitely 
got some attention for his quality pitching here in this postseason. Rumor has it that the Pirates are interested in signing him. Honestly, who is it? All the a bunch of Reds bloggers. I'm pretty sure I saw multiple blogs that were like, ah, oh, the Reds should be going after him. The Reds are kind of like the Rockies in that, like, uh, a lot of um. They're just, they stress me out a little bit as a, like as an organization, <laughs> their owner though. I love their owner only because he's like so chaotic and like way more chaotic than any Montfort family member could ever be. So we have to count our blessings, have to count our blessings. Yeah. So that's, that's that. That's Pierce Johnson. Pierce Johnson. Good for him. I hope he gets the freaking bag this off season. Um, the Orioles, you know, again, we're recapping stories that you might've missed. Orioles, of course, got swept by the Texas, got swept by the Texas Rangers, but at least they get to try again next year and probably with Jackson holiday. So Jackson holiday, as we know, the son of our, one of our favorite Rockies, legendary Matt holiday. So Jackson Holiday, his son, who finished this season at AAA, mind you, and is still so young and still looks so young that when he got to AAA, he couldn't even get a hotel because they thought he was a child trying to get a room. Like he's a tall kid, still looks like a teenager. He's got a baby face, okay? But he finished the season in AAA with the Norfolk Tides. They also won the AAA championship last month. So he won his little mini minor league world series. And uh, yeah, you know what? We'll probably, I would imagine it would be crazy if the Orioles don't go on another run next year. And if Jackson holiday isn't a part of that, that would simply just not add up. It's going to happen. That's the story. The script writers must've written it because it's perfect. <laughs> it's Perfect. Hey, let's shout out our friends at Pegas and Shanker because they are perfect for not only helping those who are seriously injured in Colorado, they're not taking your money until they win you money. That is how they work. That is how they vibe. They've been doing it for more than 25 years, totally free until they win money in your case. You can talk to someone about your case, consult with them. They're going to be honest with you. They're going to work their butts off for you. And then when they win money for you, that is, you won't pay until then. They've won more than a billion dollars for their clients. And they've got a huge staff too, more than 30 lawyers, more than a hundred staff. So they've got just a solid team back there saying, boy, we got you. All right. Backus and Shanker helps with all kinds of injury cases where you weren't at fault, car accidents, motorcycles, ride, share, pedestrians, trucks. They can even help if you're injured at work. So give them a call at all two lows, two, 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 to find out if you have a case for free because Backus and Shanker wins. And we got to talk about our friends at FOCO too. Listen, you can't talk about FOCO without talking about the overalls. Also, a new pair of FOCO overalls have become popular within the past 24 hours because Garrett Stubbs was in the Phillies clubhouse just chanting and firing up the dudes. And he was wearing the paint splatter look of the Phillies overalls from FOCO. I think the Nuggets have a version of the paint splatter. 
Tiff is nodding her head and saying, yes, it's awesome. So there you go. There you go. Yeah, it's awesome. They are the leading manufacturer. We're talking about FOCO. FOCO's the leading manufacturer of sports and entertainment merchandise. They're having a major pop culture moment here with the overalls too. But they have all kinds of gear, all kinds of collectibles, bobbleheads. How many times do I have to say these bobbleheads make amazing gifts? And, you know, they've got officially licensed gear like the overalls. I'm talking about the Phillies ones just because they've gotten so much attention. But y'all know I have a pair of the Broncos ones. They have them for so many different teams, so many different sports. So head to FOCO. Uh, the link is in our description of this podcast. They also have some normal stuff, too. Like if you just want like a normal Rockies shirt, I have a really cute tank top. You can get a freaking polo. You can get one of those like crazy Hawaiian hats that we have. Why am I calling it a Hawaiian hat? It's not a Hawaiian hat. It is a straw hat because I'm thinking of the Hawaiian shirts. They have Hawaiian shirts too. They have everything. Okay, so FOCO, they've got an incredible deal for you. Use code DNVR. You are getting 10% off all non-presale items. Again, that is promo code DNVR. All right. Tiff, where are we at right now for 28 minutes? Guys, thanks for hanging out for the past half hour. We are going to, do you mean to talk about, I'm not, you know what? Maybe I, what if I don't talk about the Phillies ever again? Wouldn't that be so crazy? No, like the team I followed since birth uh, is going to the NLCS. Could be going to the World Series. Um, oh, hold on. Let me knock on wood. I have a piece of wood. Uh, here it is, Tiff. My one superstition since it's Friday the 13th. My one superstition that I will not stray from is like I have to knock on wood. If I'm thinking about something that could go well or could go poorly, if I think about it, I'm like, no, got to knock on wood. Got to knock on wood. So like me during a game that I care about, I'll do this in the press box too, by the way. Like I'll be like knocking on wood the whole freaking game. But my friend Steph... My friend Steph, friend of the pod, Susie's friend Steph, also known as, um, she has these like pieces of cedar because apparently they keep spiders away, which I didn't know. But I was at her house last night because we were watching the Phillies. We were watching the Broncos. <laughs> Hilarious. And uh, I asked her if I could just like borrow this piece of wood so I didn't have to keep like leaning over off the couch to like knock on her wall. She was like, oh, just like borrow this. Um, and I hit it so much that it broke in half. Uh, but she said that I could keep it. It's just, they're just like little flakes of cedar and they're for spiders to keep them away. So now I guess I'm protected from bad luck and from spiders because I have this wood. We're going to talk about the superstition king, Larry Walker. Larry Walker is genuinely the reason I will never question anyone else's superstitions because his thing with the number three there's something to it. Tiffany, do you are you aware of how superstitious Larry Walker is? No, I have no idea. He's very superstitious. So, of course, Larry Walker famously wore number 33. Um, and, of course, that number 33 is retired at Coors Field. No one will ever wear it again. But he took the number 33 to an extreme. So he wore number 33 during his playing career. He got married on November 3rd at 3.33. Okay. So his wife is, well, she's on board or she's an enabler. 
Okay. In his uh, in-game rituals, um, uh, he would always take three swings or any multiple of three in the batter's box before each at bat. A fun fact, he also bowled a 300. If he could have bowled a 333, he would have. But he did as good as he could, which is a 300. Um, but the really cool thing is, though, this is, like, why I will never question it, because the numbers just all added up when he became the 333rd person to be named to the National Baseball Hall of Fame. So I think that's pretty wild. Like, that was not... That would have been, in, like, maybe impossible to do if it was intentional. That's pretty crazy to me. So, yeah, the superstition king. Uh, Chris said, I might have missed it, but did you mention the Rockies outriding wins, Castro and Caracetti? Um, Oh, Tiff, thank you for pointing out where he can find that in the show. Yes, we did. We did. So that just means, yeah, they're taken off the 40-man. If there was a minor league season happening, they'd be in Albuquerque. They're all chilling at home, though. I am sure of it. Or they're all at Riley Pine's bachelor party. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Riley Pine. I love Riley Pine, man. He's such a nice dude. I hope he um, uh, can figure it out because, I mean, man, like, what a talent. Like, he was a fourth overall pick. I want good things for him. But you know what? I hope he enjoys the offseason and enjoys his wedding and enjoys, you know, his his bachelor party. I hope. I hope that for him. Let's see. I think we got to all of the comments. Tiff, are you superstitious? Do you have any superstitions? I wouldn't say I'm superstitious. I'm a little stitious. <laughs> I'm a little stitious. This girl. <laughs> um, I don't know. There's definitely like, like I've had like lucky numbers since I was a kid or whatever. What's eight, your lucky number? Can you tell us? Eight and 12 have always kind of been like, they've either been like Jersey numbers hmm. or those days... I've always like held good things, hmm. um, but I don't know. Like, I'm not too crazy. I'll knock on wood once in a while. Um, for the first, for the season that the Abs won the Stanley Cup, I think I wore my Kale McCarr jersey every win, mm. so I felt very good about that. Um, but yeah. Hockey players are weird with their superstitions. Though. I was going to say, like, I feel like um, uh, hockey dudes must be just as weird as baseball dudes oh, when sure. it comes to I superstitions. Think it's just a dude thing, probably. But Is it just a dude thing? Probably. <laughs> Did you see? There's a, uh, someone put this on Twitter, but apparently a Braves fan uh, posted about buying a whole new TV because the Braves lost on <laughs> all of the other TVs in the house. So they went out and got a fresh new TV. Just in case. I, and it didn't work. I was going to say, I think that is just like the husband's excuse. You know, but like it wasn't even like a good TV. Like mm. it was like a 32 inch Amazon Fire TV. Mm, okay. I'm like, okay, 32 inches. That's like the size of this yeah, monitor totally. that yeah. we have, which is a, a pretty small TV. Yeah. Unless you're in like a room for ants. It's like what I use as my second screen at home. Yeah, yeah. I would too, but yeah. So you know, it's like a, a 32 incher, and also I feel like the Amazon Fire TVs like they cost almost nothing because Amazon like just wants to listen to you. Broncos country, let's hide. Broncos country, let's ride. Let's hide. Let's hide. Yes, let's hide. Uh, that's that's how what I like to say. 
People say Broncos country, let's die. Yeah. I feel like that was an RG tweet. Yeah. <laughs> we just steal everything from RG, honestly. Honestly, like, yeah, it's totally fair too. You can steal all of his content <laughs> and he'll never know. And he'll never know because he's never here. So he's like, he's just like always somewhere. Yeah. He's a figment of our imagination. At he's this always, point. yeah, oh, he's always on the road. Do, what if he doesn't exist? Who? Again, we've been hitting the Immaculate Vibes uh, joint pack too much. Yeah. It's empty, but you can find the packaging on the table. The joint. Oh, the, oh, you mean this table in front of me? <laughs> yes. Did you guys know? Maybe we mentioned. Maybe we didn't. But yeah, we've got a little, um, uh, we've got a whole ass uh, joint pack at uh, Kind Love, which is so cool, which is so freaking cool that we have our own weed. Like I couldn't have even like ever, like at my previous jobs, like wouldn't have even been able to mention weed or like tweet about it even though yeah but now we're asked that to. now i like have to talk about it and like it's like part of the culture it's fun and of course like now i have like no freaking memory like <laughs> as evidenced by yesterday's show i think i've been a little on topic for today's show <laughs> um i don't know what, what to call this person in the comments with their names that are just, ay, 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 ay. Uh, don't worry, Russ turning this thing around. Do you think that Russell Wilson is turning this thing around? I don't know. I saw last week's Sunday game. What week was that? Was that week four? Yeah. Was that week five? No. Week five. It was week five. Oh my gosh. The ending of that game. I, I thought that was Friday the 13th. Like that. I don't even know how it was possible to like, just like have a game end like that. Like that was just crazy. Michael in the chat, my company has its own weed, but that's only because I'm self-employed. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love that for you. Um, before we head out, we're going to start closing down the show. We're going to talk about our friends at Illegal Pete's. Oh my gosh, speaking of weed, more weed. Like add this to your weed add this to your weed wish list. The Illegal Pete's Queso Pen. It is available in select Denver area dispensaries from September 20th through October 31st. So honestly, we only have like a couple weeks and change left of this very, very exclusive queso pen so illegal Pete's and o pen both old school denver brands mind you they have connected they collabed they made a cartridge that perfectly complements the flavors of illegal Pete's queso it is absolute um this this is what science was meant for for good to make us happy and what's going to make me happier than eating illegal Pete's queso with a pen that is specifically designed just to complement those flavors so it pairs with real illegal peds queso and customers who purchase purchase one of the cartridges can bring that box into any illegal peds location and redeem it to get a free small chip and queso so not only are you getting some weed when you buy this you're getting chips and queso I'm sorry. How could, how does it get better than that? What a life we're living right now. But yeah, um, illegal Pete's queso pen. Get it while you can. Okay. 
Let's talk about some stuff going on today. Um, we've got the Buffs watch party here tonight at the DNVR bar. We also have the uh, DNVR Buffs tailgate. That is going down. I mean, if you're watching us live on YouTube, it's going down right now. Uh, they've got a raffle to win a free white vintage brand Shador Sanders jersey. So you're getting a raffle ticket for that. Um, and it's all you can eat from uh, Saucy Southern all you can drink Breck Brew beers and seltzers. Big, uh, we've got big sips there, serving some alcoholic beverages. And if you're not a drinker, because you know someone has to drive y'all home, Ollie Pops and other non-alcoholic beverages, we have those on hand for you too. Twenty-five dollars for the Buffs tailgate, pretty good stuff. The next Broncos tailgate. October 22nd, Broncos versus Packers. This is going to be, I mean, will it be a crazy game? I don't know. Well, there's going to be a lot of fans there. Every freaking Packers fan comes out of the woodwork to show up in Denver. The game itself will definitely be packed because I know tickets are going for some big prices right now. But everyone in attendance at that tailgate will get a raffle ticket with a chance to win a Justin Simmons Color Rush jersey. Plus, you're getting all-you-can-eat snarfs. All you can drink Breck brews. We're going to have Olipop sodas there too. Did you guys know that they're sponsoring us? Um, Breck Distillery and Spirit Hound Distillery are going to have little mixed cocktails on hand, a live DJ. There's beer pong. There are games. There is cornhole. It'll be so much fun. If you haven't checked out one of our tailgates, like, what are you doing? It's in the parking lot um, right behind Sports Fan. So it's between 17th and 18th on federal. And of course, optional, you can save money on parking or not have to worry about the Uber situation. There's a party bus that will pick you up here at the DNVR bar and bring you to the tailgate. Kind of nice, kind of nice. So that is what we have going on here. That's what we have going on, guys. That is, that's the vibe, that's the scene, uh, the... Oh, we've got some comments from Chris. Uh, Chris, I'm glad I'm six time zones ahead, so I don't have to watch these Broncos games anymore. Rockies baseball needs to come back quick, though. Chris, Chris, yes. I'm, first of all, still in my depression phase from the Rocky season being over because I don't get to. I've, like, two nights in a row, I've had dreams where I'm, like, at the park, like, doing stuff, like, just working. <laughs> it's very confusing because it's a dream and a dream has to have a plot and the plot has to make no sense. But still, Tiff, what were you going to say? Nothing. Dreams oh. are crazy, man. Work dreams in particular are wild. Work dreams. Um, uh, were we talking about this yesterday? The um, reoccurring dream where you have to like go back to high school or go back to college because you missed a credit? I think so. That was, yeah, I, that wasn't yesterday, but that was at some point. We were talking about this recently, but then like I saw... A, uh, I saw this girl on Instagram who was on a podcast, much like me, who was talking <laughs> about how she actually found out that she was one credit shy from uh, her college and like didn't actually get a diploma. Ah. Like she was like hanging up like the fake diploma that they give you like when you walk at graduation. So she walked at her graduation, but was actually a credit shy. And like she would have oh. to like physically go. I think it's like a band credit. She would have to like yeah. go back to her school yeah to like actually finish it. I'm like, that is what we all have nightmares about. And this is why Sorry. we have nightmares because it actually does happen. Yeah. Hopefully not to me. Hopefully uh, not to me. Do no, I have a diploma? Knock on wood. Knock on wood. Knock on wood. I don't know if that's a superstition. 
Uh, ooh, Gwillem in the chat. Love from Wales. Why do I gotta have Denver family man? Bad at every sport, but hockey and basketball. Okay, well, you, first of all, that's, well, that's two, half. two major sports. That's two of the four. It's two of the, you know, I guess, like, if you want to count the Rapids as a major sport, that but is then, a major league team. Sure, but then you want to count the Mammoth. That's another win. So now you're three for six. No one ever wants to talk about the Mammoth oh, because okay. everyone forgets about them. All right, well. That's a shame. That's a shame. I've been to a Mammoth game. I've been to multiple Mammoth games. I've been to a Mammoth game in Connecticut because they are in the same league as the team that plays at Mohegan Sun. Shout out to my Connecticut son, my NBA team, WNBA team. The only, the only National Baseball Association I care about is the Women's National Baseball Basketball Association. I can't talk anymore. This is probably a great sign for me to just be like, you know what? Let's wrap it up. Guys, the ALDS starts on Sunday. The DS, the ALCS starts on Sunday. The NLCS starts on Monday. We are going to have, in terms of the National League, Diamondbacks versus Phillies. And keep in mind, last time the Diamondbacks were in the NLCS, it was against the Rockies. Okay. So what a time. What a time to be alive. Tiff, where can we follow you on social media? It's like a test every time. It's a it's quiz. At, it's at Tiffany with an I <laughs> underscore Tano on Twitter. All right. You can find me at the Susie Hunter on all platforms and make sure you are following DNVR underscore Rockies on Twitter for all the latest Rockies news, no matter how big no matter how small. Plus, we are watching these games, combing through, looking for Rockies connections. We're going to tell you about how all of your favorite or least favorite former Rockies are faring in this postseason. So keep an eye on all of it, please. It's a good time, I promise. And Tiff, you know what we like to say about closing out a Friday Rocks After Dark show? What do we like to say, Suze? We like to say, fuck it, we ball. But we will talk to you Monday at noon right here on the DNVR Sports YouTube channel. We all silly like the mayor. 